Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Paging Dr. Pudding, Dr. (laughs) Chocolate Pudding. Please come to the Welcome Center. It's like the dumbest joke to have, like, fall for. It's not even clever. It's it's nothing. It's just pudding. I think pudding. the point is, is that it's paradise, and you can do anything you want in paradise. And they will page Dr. Chocolate Pudding for you if that makes your dreams come true. Wait a minute. Wait, Sarah. I have something we need to address right now. What's that? Where the hell is my honeymoon welcome home salami? Sorry. I'm not a big salamier. I love salami. I know you do. Oh, my God. I know you uh, do. Anyway, we're here to talk uh, both uh, so much honeymooning happening. We have the honeymooners and the honeymoon is over. But, of course, we cannot do this alone because it is the last season of Boy Meets World. And so we're going through our Rolodex of guests and bringing people back that have been on multiple seasons with us throughout this entire journey. And, of course, we have to bring on someone who has supported us this entire way through. Cody Patterson. Cody, how are you? I'm so excited to be here, but I'm also so sad that this is the last season that we'll be covering a Boy Meets World yeah. together. It's the last dance. Yeah. It makes I, me so sad. I know. Every time I talk about it. In, on, in honor of this, though, I did bring you, Sarah, here's a coconut for you, and Jess, here's a coconut for you. Oh, that's my coconut. so much. It Please? looks like your face. Yeah. It's of myself. Yes. Of course it is. Okay. Well, you I can have mine if you be... want, and then I'll take yours. And well, like, I thought that that's what it was going to be. Yeah. We could do no. that. No, it's the narcissism in each of us that we okay, have to I have coconut pictures coconut. of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, God. I love the stupid coconuts. But... Me too. Here's the thing. Uh, for as much as I did not remember their wedding episode, um, I remembered the honeymoon baby. <laughs> I remembered the coconuts. I remembered the older couple. Um, I, I don't, I don't, rem- I, I had a, 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 like a slight memory of Eric being there, but I am so jazzed, Cody, to talk about these two episodes because yeah. I, listen, felt like season one, Boy Meets World all over again. Like I was thrilled watching these episodes. Yeah. The last few episodes that I've been on, we've had some very uh, interesting, very emotional type of uh, very impactful type episodes. They seemed a little more fun. The second one's a little more serious than the first one. The first one's a lot of fun uh but i'm glad to finally mm. do a fun episode instead of one of these serious episodes yeah sarah yeah. is the reason it. these are way more fun because Corey and topanga finally have sex and yes. so it's not yes. just all about yes. although it is all yes. about that but it's yeah. not all about the that. waves are hitting the rocks you know all that type <laughs> stuff <Yeah. laughs> i definitely think that's what it is it's just that they're finally loosey-goosey and that's why it's so enjoyable of course the honeymoon is over is the opposite of loosey-goosey but it but- feels season one-ish because it's like moral of the story type yeah. situation we're learning yeah. lessons again yeah, yeah i i really love these two episodes i think that they are like crumb de la crumb episodes yeah. um especially this season and especially compared to last season i just feel like there's a lot of there's joy there's joy i love joy <laughs> and it doesn't have to be like everyone has lost their minds joy it's like realistic joy that makes sense well we'll get into like yeah. eric and the tarantulas and everything but um, <laughs> i kind of just ignore eric <laughs> the whole i know time. we can ignore eric exists but before we um before we get into all of that i do have something that we need to address here it's very important mm-hmm. it's very important to me it's very important to society it's very right. important to this podcast um i'm gonna flash us back in october of 2020 we oh, podcasted so two years ago. Two years ago, we podcasted about Boy Meets World. It was episode nine, so of season one, so very long time ago. And I, I discussed something on the podcast. I was ridiculed, was made fun of. We're gonna listen to a t- teen time clip here just to jog everyone's memories. We have audio. We have audio. And did you ever use a um a Kool Aid Jammers oh, top gosh. as a routine? <laughs> as a retainer you know, no you know it was must have been just my school like it makes sense but like it literally had to just be my school that did this yeah no one from my school is listening to this i bet but if yeah. if you went to a school in upstate new york and you did this you need to let me know i don't know here's the Who, thing who's the guy that was my husband. Oh, <laughs> I can't recognize who, the voice. Who's that sexy voice on there? Well, I mean, Jess, you could have. Um, there's two women on this podcast plus Cody. You could have explained who the guy was. Prior. The guy is my husband. He was on the podcast with Will. us. Okay, Will. Um, I have an update for everyone. We received an email from a lovely listener named yeah. Jem. Mm-hmm. Jem says hello to the fabulous hosts of Shit Ninety Shows Taught Me. I'm Jem, and I've been listening to all the Boy Meets World episodes in reverse order, and I'm loving it. She found us through the Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. She grew up watching reruns of Boy Meets World, and so she wanted to go through the uh, episodes backwards just for fun. She says she's almost to the beginning, and on the episodes, episode eight and nine, Jess mentions a childhood activity, putting a Kool-Aid jammer plastic tab in your mouth to pretend it's a retainer. I also did this as a kid, and so did my cousins. So let this email stand as evidence that other kids out there were pretending they had retainers, too. 
I got this email at 11:47 at night. I was yeah. laying in bed. Uh, I get little alerts on my phone. I saw it come through. I literally could not even wait until the morning to reply. I replied one minute later with, "I freaking, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out, Jem. Jem, thank you so much. I'm so happy you're listening to the podcast. We love you. Solidarity, sister. Solidarity." Uh, Jem, thank you so much for listening to us. I think it's very interesting that you're listening to it backwards. So yeah. you're yeah. really getting, uh, <laughs> um, the, experience. well, I want to know if we were better back then. Like that's definitely the quality was not, I can tell you that the much, quality but... was not, but were we yeah. better? Um, and number two, are you a plant? Are you, have you been planted here by Jessica Sterling to tell me that you used a Kool-Aid jammers top as a retainer? And then if not, like, yeah. are you from upstate New York? I also, yeah, I do want to know from Jem if, if uh, they're from upstate New York. But Cody, what do you think of this? Is this not amazing news? Yeah, I lo- you know, I love hearing audio and then, you know, listeners going back and listening to old podcasts. I think that's a lot of fun. It is a fascinating thing to listen, hear, hearing her say that she's doing it in reverse order. Uh, you don't really hear a lot of people do that. So that's, uh, I guess, a very interesting experience. Uh, I, I will say on the retainer thing, I, I didn't personally do that. I actually had braces and a real retainer, so yeah. I didn't do that with my Kool-Aid jammers. But uh, that does sound like something, you know, kids would do back in there the early Thank 90s. You. Yes. Yeah. If real retainers really hurt, so embraces hurt. So yeah. if you actually had braces and a retainer, you're not trying to emulate that. Well, I did eventually. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I didn't when I did that. But a few years later, I did end up with braces and I had, like, those expanders not and like we said the expanders. reason why you had to get braces is because yeah. you spent too much time so yeah thank you so much the roof of your mouth is yeah. just molded into the shape of a kool-aid jammer <laughs> like, this I just is a very to, peculiar shape i had to bring that up because it it's a throwback to yeah. so long ago but i was so so excited to get that email two years later i'm jazzed i'm excited i'm yeah. thrilled it's great no i i really do appreciate the feedback and i um i'm happy for you jess yeah. that yeah. you found a sister in solidarity it's yeah. it's like a, it's like a time capsule isn't that a great feeling yeah. it is yes. it is yes. yeah it's wonderful oh should um, we listen when we wrap this all up should we listen to our first episode and oh then do gosh. commentary on our first episode <laughs> I, I it's gonna be so bad i don't think so <laughs> i think we should we're gonna I remember the, the game that time. we played remember when i forced you to do a game no what game did we play um it was it was like trivia <sighs> basically the boys were saying something along the lines of um Oh, my nighttime ritual is, you know, watching late night TV and doing this and doing this. And then I tried to make you memorize what it was. I don't, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, we're going to have to listen back. That'll be one of our activities for a series wrap up. In- instead of you all doing it, why don't me and touchdown tommy and Chappelle or somebody else why don't we all get on a podcast <laughs> and then would you listen to the first episode a podcast about a podcast commentary about a that's show. very meta yeah well this is terrible um, ideas all around <laughs> yeah um let's let's dive into we have a honeymoon to get to so of course we're gonna start the episode season seven episode eight the honeymooners uh where we left off with Corey and topanga getting into the honeymoon suite 
um Corey is like who's surprised sarah that Corey immediately is just like let's have sex baby uh to be honest with you if i was a virgin and i just had my wedding day and i had this room all to myself yeah like that would be my main priority too i hear a lot that married couples are too tired to have sex on their wedding night but that is a priority numero uno for me yeah our our first priority after our ceremony was to find something to eat oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a big, uh, that's a common thing I've heard as yeah. well. Granted, we didn't have like a big wedding, so that wasn't an issue for us. But I've heard that for like really big weddings. Mm -hmm. um, but Topanga makes him wait and he's like, no. And she comes out in like this little lingerie white number, gets under the covers, throws it on his face. I did love this moment because like <laughs> he just, he, he puts, he pulls it back and it almost looks like he's wearing a veil himself. Um, which is really silly. And so she's, she's down, she's ready. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, they don't, they don't get very far. Um, they start kissing and they're like, oh, I love, and Topanga says, I love Eric and not for nothing, Cody, but I'm like, now's not the time to talk about how great Eric is Topanga. Uh, no, you don't want to be talking about the, the brother. You don't want to be talking about the best friend. This is focused on the two of you. I'm really surprised that neither of them were really even nervous about yeah, this no. they weren't like okay we don't know what to do we don't know what's next uh let's kind of focus on that but no do not talk about eric let's not get that in the brain yeah it's all bad and like yeah. sarah this whole thing was so ridiculous because we have like seven cops breaking yes. down this uh, freaking door and literally not even being like okay everyone get dressed no we're just gonna carry the whole ass mattress out of this honeymoon suite <laughs> I mean, the amount of police officers came into that room, I really did think that they were after the Petersons because they were part of the mafia or something. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the reason why they're getting arrested is because they're not the Petersons. Uh, of course, this is they they don't they don't own this hotel room they should have known better because yeah. when Corey looked at the fruit basket it said to mr peterman it didn't say to right. Corey and topanga uh so yeah they should have known but uh and i understand why they're getting in trouble i understand why eric is arrested right but, but it doesn't really make sense, yeah, that Corey and Topanga would be arrested. I guess if they feel as though Corey and Topanga were completely in on this, then I would understand why they would be guilty. But in their defense, they didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, and I think being arrested is a little harsh for this. Maybe just kick them out of the hotel. Exactly. Think, you know, them taking out. them downtown and putting Find them in jail them. seems a little... A little much for this uh well i i mean obviously mr peterman is pressing charges but i think that that would result in a court date and yep. an official trial but this yeah. is not svu or <laughs> cis yeah, things, things or have escalated uh yeah. things have escalated here to a comedic degree yeah. um but yeah they they get arrested as does eric and then we immediately just see like a plane taking off sarah did we ever get confirmation of like where they're going is this hawaii you know, in my i've always assumed it was hawaii and the reason okay. why is because there's like the 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 not the luau lays the lays thank you mm -hmm. and it seemed like hawaii to me and it has that like little ukulele Paradise. like boo, boo, 
song. You know what? You know the blue, blue. I know I, what. It, you know what? You're so perfect at singing it. I knew you. exactly what you were talking. About. Yeah, I, I think huh. this is a made up place. It seems like I heard Topanga talking earlier, uh, or in, in later in the episode when they were talking about you know like running for mayor and all that. That like a place called Kaliki or Kaliki or something yeah. of all that that nature. So I think. Yeah. This is, but yes, I agree. I, it sounds like it's. A place similar to Hawaii or somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah, like Waikiki. Yeah. It's very yeah. similar to like yeah. that sounding. Yeah. yeah. And so they get on their honeymoon. They both have these lays. Um, uh, They're talking about like, okay, let's get into our suite. And Topanga wants to be carried over the threshold. But Corey's like, nope. Last time I did that, we got arrested. I had to spend the night with some person named Sheila. Uh, and I, I don't know why, Sarah, it cracked me up so much. But Topanga picking up Corey and carrying him in the room <laughs> really did make me laugh really hard <laughs> yeah because it's some it's once again it's just very Corey to be like pick me up and carry me yeah yeah it's very Corey, and it's very topanga to be like sure and it's, it's kind of fun because it's reversing the roles and he's already carried topanga into the thresholds and yeah. he i don't know Corey gets to feel feel like the pretty the pretty bride for a second yeah, he gets to be the pretty, the pretty, pretty princess in this moment. Yeah, Cody, and we get this montage of like the waves crashing and the trees and everything. And it's like very obvious. It's like, oh, yeah, they're doing it a lot. Yeah. Like this is like this is why we're getting this montage. Yeah, it's it's still surprising that they were able to get up the next day. I mean, she she wore him out. But, you know, lots, lots of lots of motion of the ocean going on there. Yeah. And we see like Topanga sitting on the beach, getting like a drink and a coconut. She's saving a seat for Corey. And we have this like older woman who's like, oh, um, is the seat taken? She's like, yeah, this is for my husband, Corey, Corey Matthews. I'm Mrs. Matthews. That's my name now. We're married. And um, Sarah, I will say like as someone who is married, it is it is strange like saying like husband and, and wife and marriage. Like, all those things are very strange. Like the first couple of times you say them, I didn't take my husband's last name. So I don't have that whole situation. But Topanka is so extra here. <laughs> I think that it's really sweet. Like she's so excited to be married. She's very excited to be Mrs. Matthews. I thought it was really adorable. Yeah, I've been married 12 years and I still sometimes find it difficult to say husband and wife. Yeah, yeah. it's uh it's one of those things where it's just you kind of eventually just get used to it over time. But I agree, Cody. Like every once in a while you're like, oh my god, that's right, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I shouldn't not, be like, married. Not that's what I'm saying. Like, who let me do this? Like, I'm yes. not adult enough to yeah. do this. Like right. I'm just a me... kid, I shouldn't be married. That's exactly how it feels sometimes. You just kind of wake up and you're like, wow, I did that though. <laughs> Did you recognize at least at the very least the voice of this older woman? <sighs> yes. Why yeah. is she so familiar to me, Sarah? Tell me Cody, where she's do from. You, could, do you know? I, I only recognize her. There's a Star Trek episode that she was in. Oh. That, that, uh, yeah. That's probably not what you're thinking of. But, no. Yeah, okay. So um, once upon a time, we covered Mrs. Doubtfire. And she's <gasps> the, um, the woman that yes. comes in and inspects uh, Robin Williams or Mrs. Doubtfire's oh. uh, apartment, Mrs. Nelson. Yes, I remember that. I remember that. Okay, okay. And this makes sense because her face looked very familiar. And I couldn't tell if it was because of this. Just the, I've seen this episode and it, you know, triggered that. But um, for me, not a voice. I was when I was. Uh, watching this, I was like, her voice sounds so familiar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it is because she's from Mrs. Doubtfire, which, of course, Matthew Lawrence was in. So, yeah, it's kind of a funny connection there. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Madeline Nelson, she says she used to be Madeline Pig Sniffle, and that's why she got married. <laughs> and uh, Topanga's like, I got married because I'm crazy about my man. And Madeline's like, yeah, you, you're definitely on your honeymoon. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, and I do, I do love how they have this very candid conversation where she's like, oh, is he still in bed? And she's like, yeah, I wore him out. Like, <laughs> it's very cute, Cody. I like how, um, yep. obviously, this is Disney, so they can only go so far. But I yeah. think, like, the way they're doing it is pretty cute on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're you know, beating around the bush on it a lot. But uh, she's, it, it's very, like you say, very cute the way that she's, she's doing it. And that, you know, Corey comes out and he's all refreshed and yeah. uh, excited. And um, as, as adults, really we're definitely understanding what's going on, probably as early teenagers that didn't make a whole lot of sense yeah yeah and we find out from madeline that like her and her husband um used to like honeymoon here as well and they come back every year on their anniversary it's really special and they've decided to retire here um and this is when we get the paging mrs matthews mrs Corey matthews and like topanga's over the moon overjoyed by this sarah she loves this she's very tickled by it she's like that's me that's me once again it's just really really cute and then i love that we get the summer loving like other perspective of this conversation between yeah. Corey and uh, i don't know mrs pig sniffle whatever, whatever. <laughs> mr. mr pig sniffle mr nelson mr. yeah mr nelson. nelson oh really Be okay well okay it's a mr nelson and it's cute because he's like, um, Corey's like, oh, yeah, I had like a great time last night. And he's like, oh, good for you. And I love the interaction where she's like, where he's like, oh, that one's mine. And Mr. Nelson was like, that one's mine. And Corey's like, ooh, it's just yeah. very, I don't know. Once again, I think the word is joyous. And I just like to see Corey and Topanga actually happy, which they haven't been for, I don't know, like, two seasons well especially because we're gonna get such a fall of grace next yeah. episode yeah um a great like back to reality type of moment um but yeah I, I love this they're getting like like you said we're getting the summer loving situation and then they meet um they meet each other uh, both couples and they're just kind of like having this conversation about um oh like what's it like to live in paradise like this is the softest towels ever graced my tushy um and and yeah they're like Cody they're having this conversation that everybody has on vacation whether it's your honeymoon or not of wouldn't it be so nice to not have to go home wouldn't it be so nice to like shirk off like shove off all our responsibilities and live in paradise forever yeah I'll say that when we've gone on some of our Disney trips we've extended it a couple of days just because <laughs> we don't yeah. want to go back to reality it's uh it's hard it's hard it's like oh gotta go back to work and uh, you know, gotta go back to the house and all that stuff, and you just want to you want to stay and enjoy yourself. It, it it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, uh, and yeah, they're talking about how the reason they moved is because they she used to get like so cold and they hated it. They don't like the cold, so they moved here. Um, and I I love Corey being like, I'm cold, and because like it's ninety degrees. And he's like, no, I'm cold. We should go in the bedroom and go under the covers like we did before. That's the only <laughs> thing that's gonna solve it. The only thing. Not if I put a towel around my shoulders. Not if uh, <laughs> I get yeah. a, a, a shawl. The only way is that we have to go under the covers. Yeah. And I love Topinga's like, we're married. We could do it every night from now on. And the doctor or Mr. Nelson is like, get it in writing. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like that contract as well. Not yeah. every night, but it was very funny. And then we get um, we get them paging Dr. Pudding. And this is when we get our first glimpse of Eric, who's wearing a ski mask. He has like a fake iguana on his ski cap. 
and he's just like talking to himself into this like a uh, recorder and he's just like, I'm continuing my duties as best man. I screwed up everything. So I have to make sure that their honeymoon is wonderful. And he's like, it is so hot. And I'm like, maybe it's because you're wearing a freaking ski mask and long sleeves, Eric, you moron. I'll what are you doing? The summer Hawaiian sun. Yeah, Terrible of idea. course it's hot. Uh, yeah. Uh, as I said earlier, as much as I enjoyed this episode, I really just like to pretend like these Eric scenes just don't exist. Yeah, uh, because they're silly. But yeah. since I'm pro Eric this season, I'm really trying my <laughs> hardest. I will say yeah. I appreciate the hustle. And he really felt bad that he messed up the wedding. And he in his heart of hearts is trying to do the right thing and make sure that their honeymoon goes off without a flaw. And yeah. that's really nice. And also, I just came back from Florida, and the best thing about Florida were the lizards that I saw everywhere. So I'm pro iguana. <laughs> there we go. Um, Cody, you know what strikes me about like this, these episodes is partly why I think these are so fun is not just because of like the location and the fact that they're very happy and smiley, but also they're like in vacation garb, yes. which always feels more fun. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I feel like Topanga especially is really spicing it up with her wardrobe where Sarah and I have commented that like, she really is dressing like in library outfits all mm -hmm. the time with these like pencil skirts and stuff. I love her outfits in these episodes. Yeah. She looked great. I mean, you know, you know teenage me back then would have been like, Topanga, you got it going on, girl. She yeah, had, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but her covering, you can kind of see her swimsuit a little bit. Yeah, like a cover covering. up. Yeah. yeah, a little cover up. She's got a swimsuit. Uh, she's got the platform sandals on. Uh, very... They need to bring those back, Sarah. Are those back? Because they, if yeah, they, they, they not they need been to. Back. Okay, they, good. They've been back, sis. Well, I don't need them, but I'm saying yeah. for other people, I love them. They, I, I mean, my, my wife wore those for a little while, and when it rained, they were very impractical, like they would break easily. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the little, she has her little half up, half down, which I thought was but yes, really with cute. Like right in the front, it's very cute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that it's she was different looked... than what she's normally doing with her hair. Oh, so yeah. Totally. Fun. I thought that she looked phenomenal this episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so we have they have this like romantic dinner together, and it's very it's very cute. Like Corey's just like, "Come on, let's dance!" Like we're in the most beautiful place in the world. I'm staring at the most beautiful woman, and he's like, "We'll make our own music." And then of course, there's freaking Eric in his ensemble again, like just, like a fancy jacket and coat, and like no wonder he's sweating. Like it's <laughs> he's wearing so many long sleeves and so many layers. Yeah, it's a funny bit. Oh, and not for nothing, I do think that Ben Savage looks good in these episodes as well. Yes. Well, the, because they're allowing him to wear tank tops and show off those guns, BB. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all commented in the last week's episode that how much he was like jacked. He is. Yes, he's yeah. secretly jacked. They yeah. never let us see it, but he is secretly jacked. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense. It's like, why would Corey be secretly jacked? But yeah, he wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. He, right. But he's, you know, he really, I remember, I think I noticed it last season too, where one mm -hmm. day I was just like, yes. what is up with his arms? <laughs> he's so much sexier when yeah. he does, when he has no sleeves on. Yeah. But I thought that his hair looked really good. And Ben Savage yeah. looks good with a little bit of a, summer glow like he's able to tan a little bit yeah and especially in comparison to eric who's in these like full suits and they're spraying him with i yeah. guess a ton of water to make him look uh really pasty and sweaty yes um uh, real quick question so mm -hmm. have y'all talked about why eric or why will Fred friedel changed his hair 
We talked about the fact that he did, okay. but I don't okay. think we talked about why he did. Okay. I wasn't sure if there was a reason. Because all of a sudden, oh. this episode, he just, like, completely changed his hairdo. I think it was just between two seasons. He was yeah. like got tired of the long hair because okay. his hair was pretty long. Yeah, it was. At yeah. the end of the last season. So guess what? The quality podcast, uh, Pod Meets World, I bet in five seasons. <laughs> I bet they'll cover it. it. Yeah. When we hear it in a few seasons, a few exactly. years, uh, Sarah, we'll, we'll hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just have to wait like four years <laughs> yeah. to yeah. listen to what happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Corey and Topanga are talking about like, you know what? And Topanga wants to extend their stay. We should stay an extra couple days. But Corey, of course, is Corey and he's going to go to the extreme and he's like, well, we should just live here. We should just stay here for the rest of our lives. And Dep- I love Topanga's response because we're seven seasons in. Topanga's response of, uh-oh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> very warranted in yeah. this case. Yeah, she knows what this means. She knows that when Corey has an idea set in mind, she knows that there's like almost no controlling him. In the background, you can see the little hut. This is hut for sale. So yeah. it's a little bit of what's to come. Um, but yeah, I think that any idea that Corey has is usually going to be full tilt and depending yeah. is like i don't know how we can stop this well then cody how are they who's paying for this honeymoon in the first place because yeah. hawaiian honeymoons i mean obviously this is the 90s but even yeah. then it was it's very expensive yeah and we're gonna find out in the next episode they don't have any money yeah maybe <laughs> like, they don't have any yeah. money because they spent all their savings on the honeymoon yeah yeah so they're in this the honeymoon suite and Corey's just like, no, we really should stay. We wouldn't, you know, no more Feeny, no more Eric. We're in paradise. Why would we want to go home? Um, and he's like, so he wants to open the like shades to be like, look at this paradise. And there's Eric standing there. He leaps off the balcony into the water. And Topanga's like, someone was on that balcony. <laughs> I would be concerned. This yeah. is where uh Corey looks really hot because he's seriously a, a tank top. Day, baby. Very good. He has very strong shoulders. Yeah, and he has those like, is it puka shells? Like a mm-hmm. necklace? It's like they're yeah. big honking ones, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, he's just like uh they they wanna he's like he wants to stay on vacation forever. Um, and uh, he's just like, you know what? I think we can I think we can make it work. Uh, and he says, you think I haven't thought of little Corey Jr. Jr. and Barbara? Sarah, <laughs> thoughts on these names? Okay, so Corey Jr., uh, I mean, he's not a, a junior himself, so I don't know why we're continuing the uh, Corey Jr. Yeah, Corey's not that great of a name that we need a junior of it. <laughs> no. You, you call him CJ. DJ. Oh, that's yeah. actually that's fair. Cute. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm on board with that. Okay. I'm on yeah. board with that. Barbara? No. But Barbie? Yeah. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. What? Wait. Yes. Have you actually, Jess, this is a good question. Number one, do you know who Trisha Paytas is? Yes, I do. Do you Cody, do you know who Trisha Paytas is? I don't believe I do. Okay. Well, she's like kind of a trash bucket YouTuber. She's a YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But she, she had, had a, a baby girl. She had a baby, baby. girl. And the baby's girl's name is literally Malibu Barbie. Okay. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't know if you really want to hear my feelings on these baby <laughs> names that these parents come up with. Uh, yeah. We absolutely. Why would we not want to hear about it? <laughs> yeah. Who are you <laughs> reminding? We don't have children named Malibu. Yeah, I mean, all these, you know, uh, was it uh, Southwest, Northwest? And, oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. 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 You know, all those type names. Chicago. I'm, just one, I'm very, I'm very traditional. 
when it comes to like name. names. Name your kids Bill. Name your kids Joe. Name Bill. your kids Sue. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I love how they're so, all single syllable names. Yeah, for yeah. yeah. Pro single only syllable. single no. syllable names well, for Cody. So that's just you're breaking I, your own rules. I know. So okay, uh, Joseph. Joseph's a great name. Joshua. A Joshua's name. a great name. Oh, baby Joshua. Yeah, baby Joshua. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying I'm more of a traditionalist. Yes. Uh, I think I've read some articles that have said babies that have unique names like this, once they eventually grow up, it's actually more difficult for them to get jobs and to be in society yes. because people, especially if it's names that are difficult to pronounce, then Fair, yeah. it's, it's difficult for people to interview them for jobs. Um, so. so are you saying that little Malibu is going to have a hard time getting a job? <laughs> I uh, think little Malibu future. is going to be just fine doing TikTok videos and <laughs> yeah. continuing on the YouTube like, enterprise. Malibu yeah, I don't is think not Malibu the weirdest Barbie. name I've heard, but it's yeah. the combination yeah. of Malibu Barbie. That's ridiculous. Malibu Barbie. Yeah. Barbie being the middle name. What's the right. what's the last name again? Uh Petas. Petas, but it's hyphenated. Okay. That's her last name. And I don't know what her her husband or her uh, fiance's last name is, but okay. it's hyphenated. Yeah. Don't don't at me, people. I know all of your issues. Nobody, it, nobody cares about Jim? Trisha Paytas. No one is cares. It, no one is defending well, Trisha Paytas. When, when Jim me. when Jim goes back and listens to this one for the second time because she's gonna start more recently. I think the name Jem is like actually pretty cool. And she Jem spells it with the J. Singular, yeah. similar. Or I should say they spell it with a J. I'm, Jem, okay. I'm not sure about your so, pronouns, but okay, yeah, yeah, J-E-M is like I feel like that's a really cool name. I'm into it. Like Jim and the holograms? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a, I think yeah, it's like a, a single syllable. It fits yes. your criteria. <laughs> that is me. true. Again, people <laughs> don't at me. These are not the opinions of uh, shit. Ninety shows. These are my opinions, my own. <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah. I think Barbara. I think Barbara is coming back. I think at the time Corey is saying this, it's no one is naming their kid Barbara. But Barbie's then, cute. Uh, no, because I just think of Bar like literal like Barbie, like blonde Barbie. Well, that's on you. I don't want to um, name my kid after Barbie. Right. Okay. So then let's talk about Topanga's baby name. She likes the name Steven, which is very traditional. Very traditional. And Chloe, which of course used to be her mom's name, but it's not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. Yeah. I don't mind the name Chloe. I feel like it's a little common nowadays like i feel like there's probably a lot of chloe's out there I so think i think that there's a lot of chloe's no no i think that people name their like pets chloe but i don't think that i think that's less common for a human to be named chloe i did only it, know one chloe did it come did it did it maybe come more common when the kardashians when people started keeping up with maybe. the kardashians probably maybe. i named my turtle chloe one time <laughs> Wow. Um, okay. I mean, I still think I still think Stephen and Chloe are better than Corey Jr. and Barbara. Who's waiting nine months to decide to name their child Stephen? I mean, my aunt, because I have a cousin named Steve. <laughs> but like, <laughs> why? Nowadays, I don't think anybody's. I don't think there's a lot of Stevens being right. Named. Like nobody, nobody's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to name my baby Stephen. So, so then how did they finally become with Riley and Augie? I don't know, but yeah. those names are weird too. I think that, I don't know. Riley is a perfectly normal name. I it's guess Augie. So. That's a little different. I think it's, I think it's August. Like August or Augusta, something like that. Yeah, yeah that makes more like sense. That. Yeah. That's like you had the kid in August and you're like, huh. <laughs> what should <laughs> what I, I name my kid? Them? There you yeah, go. It's really Easy. hard. 
Yeah. Um, like I would be surprised if I found a person whose name was a month and they weren't named in that month. That would be very strange, right? Like if you're like, actually, I know an April that was born in December. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> weird. <laughs> Didn't you see Forrest Gump where he's like, that's Tex from Detroit and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's like... right. It's maybe they do it on purpose. Yeah. Um, but Corey's like, no worries about making a living. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. And then we flashed you Corey's celebrity coconut hut. And ten I out of 10. I love it. Yeah. I love his little, um, whatever this little leaf arrangement is around his head. I love his like Jay Leno. He has an Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has uh what's the other late night host he had? Um, uh, Letterman. Letterman. Yeah. He's doing impressions. Everyone's loving it. I'm like, Corey, you had all these skills this whole time. Where has this been? I didn't know Corey had any talents, but <laughs> apparently he does. Corey's got talent. He oh. does have talent. <laughs> Wait, and, wait, Cody, do, yes. how do how far do you think that somebody on America's Got Talent would go if they were a, co- a coconut carver? Oh, I think they could go pretty far. Uh, you Especially know, they, with Corey's skills? Yeah, with Corey's skills, if they could if they can make the coconut right there on the stage and they can do it within three to five minutes, I think people would be really, I mean, they would do it, you know, if they did uh, coconut faces of the judges. I absolutely think they could do pretty well that's, on that. That's a yep. really good How point about that. How much do you think these coconuts could go for? I feel like, well, back back then or now? I think, like, back then they could have sold them for 100 bucks, um, bucks a pop. Whoa. Or I like was going to say, like, 50. That was what I was thinking. Like 50, 50 to yeah. 100. Especially yeah. if it was custom. I feel like if you were going to buy a celebrity one, it'd be less expensive than getting a custom one done. Like, yes. you could, you're like, oh, I'm, my honeymoon is here. I'm going to be here for a week. And you give Corey a couple days to, like, get your face done on a coconut. But this is a great new endeavor. And yep. I got to give Corey a little bit of credit here. He's actually taking the initiative. And, like, he has a job. And, like, he's actually doing something, you know. Yep. And um Topanga comes back and she says I took out a bank uh, account at the Katanka Savings and Loan and then she got an ad in the Katanka Times and she caught a fish <laughs> they are doing a lot they're being really mm-hmm. productive in their new lifestyle and I'm proud of them and once again they look happy Topanga has braids I've never seen Topanga with <gasps> Topanga braids Topanga has the cutest freaking outfit on she has like a crop top but it's like an ensemble piece I've heard people will say like oh I specifically buy matching pj sets or like matching loungewear sets just so i yeah. feel like i'm put together because let me tell you something is very pleasing to the eye about an, an all outfit ensemble yeah yeah absolutely you know? these two are so happy and the the nelsons are happy for them they are having the best time ever and i am very happy for them yeah and Corey is shirtless cody so we're getting <laughs> not only arm day but ab day yeah, I mean, y'all can look at Corey. I got Topanga. There so, you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We we haven't seen Corey shirtless since literally the first season. Or yeah. The second season. And it's I do love while. I do love Topanga is in such a um such a good mood that she says, You're funnier here to Corey. <laughs> it's amazing the personality that can come out from people when they're on vacation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they have, like, they're getting along with the locals. Obviously, the Nelsons are super happy for them. They do the, like, mukataka to you. Mukataka back at you. Um, but, yeah, they're all, like, living their best lives. Like, Corey's just like, hey, I can carve your you Regis Philman. Um, but they get a letter from their grandson. And it turns out that he won. And the mighty gophers are now in the playoffs. 
I'm sorry. I can't even say mighty gophers with a straight face. Um, but yeah, he's like, man, we leave. And now he like is doing well. Um, and so this is just a little bit foreshadowing Cody that like the, the Nelsons are going to be getting pulled back home because they miss their family. Yeah. I think even for the Nelsons, the honeymoon might almost be over. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about this. So she's talking about always being cold and this is the gophers. My thinking is, is that he plays for the university of Minnesota. Oh, that would make sense. I was definitely yeah. thinking they, they gave me Midwestern vibes. Yeah. Because, like, they're super, super nice to, like, Corey and Topanga right off the bat. Like, it just feels like they're, like, the welcome wagon. And yeah. that gives me definite Minnesota vibe. Or, like, Minnesota yeah. Midwesterner vibes. Yeah. I thought they said that they were from, like, Boston or something. They probably did say where they were from. But I'm still going to say they're from the Midwest. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that tracks. Uh, we see three more celebrity coconuts uh, along with Eric. But we see Elvis. Howard Stern, and I think that's Richard Nixon. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if that was Howard Stern or Ozzy Osbourne. I thought that was Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, it could be either one. Yes. They look very be, similar. could be either. That is Richard Nixon, right? That looks like him. Yeah, it's hard so. to tell, but I think yeah. so. And then we have Eric. It, again, he's supposed to be a coconut. He's, like, put coconut pieces on his face. I don't know why he has to have fake teeth in, because coconuts <laughs> don't have teeth. Um, but apparently some lady is just like oh my god that coconut talked and he's like that's a that's that's not a real that's a, not a person that's a coconut and i'm like you literally can see eric's entire body how is this woman so confused <laughs> why do they not understand it's a person why is that when she takes a hammer to smash his head open and he stands up they run away like <laughs> i don't know these tourists are yeah not the brightest it, it must be the heat the heat's getting to him also, they were behind the scenes at the coconut shop. I don't think that you can go behind the front counter. This is a shack. This is not a store. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I don't think he should be going behind there. But he's like, it's day six and they've decided to live here. Um, and then we get like, it's the next morning. We get Corey saying hi to, I guess, the locals. I don't know. Part of this feels very like disrespectful to anybody of this culture where they're like, there's one guy named Faduki, then there's Bavuki. She like smashes a super fake iguana with a stick. Like, could not be <laughs> less real iguana. Um, and then there's Uki. And they talk about, um, oh, you're Katanka's favorite couple, and um, there's going to be a mayoral election, and they want, Sarah, they want Corey to run for office here. It tracks, as I spoke about last episode, Ben Savage is trying to be a mayor of uh, West Hollywood himself, so I suppose he, from this early age, had political aspirations, <laughs> and I think that Corey would be a decent-ish mayor. Um, I think he needs to really grow up enthusiastic. First. Yeah, does he I have feel to like... grow up first? I don't know. Does, I mean, how? What's the age limitations of being a mayor in a fake Hawaiian town? Yeah. And the residency? How long do you have to live there? Oh, that's the a good point. That's yeah. a very that good, is a good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the guys like again, he's talking about how all these guys came from Ohio. Um, and again, another amazing Topanga outfit and like her hairs and braids. She could not look more relaxed. We talk a lot about on Dawson's Creek about how like there's Joey's vacation look and I love Topanga's vacation look. Mm. You, I think you only, so I think you only need to be 18 to be a mayor of Hawaii. 
Yeah, but they probably have to have lived there longer than yeah. a week. I don't know. But in New Jersey, you have to be uh how old do you have to be in New Jersey? I think you have to be 30 to be a mayor in oh, New wow. Jersey. Yeah. There's some places you don't even have to be a human to be a mayor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um actually that's a oh no, you have to be 30 to be the governor in New Jersey. Um yeah, what about the dog? Isn't there a dog? probably yeah i think there's places that have like goats and cows for yeah. mayor. yeah so. wait you only have to be 35 to be president can you imagine correct. a 35 year old being president well yeah there are plenty of mature 35 year olds um okay that's mean, because you're not mature at yeah the I, I think kennedy was in his like what mid to early third uh 40s I'm, he was in his um, 40s yeah. yeah and he was a sexy prez so i'm not 35 i just want you to know jessica I knew you were not 35. I know how old you are. But you are mature beyond your age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the Nelsons I'm literally talking about freaking coconuts on a podcast. Like, shouldn't I be raising children or something? What's wrong with me? Did you say, shouldn't you be raising children? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you should be doing at this exact moment. Yeah. Um, the Nelsons are leaving. They gotta go to the Gopher playoffs. The she like they're so excited. They miss their family. They're excited to return home. She's like, I'm gonna be cold. Um, I think this is just what people do, right? Like you, there are grandparents who have moved away and like moved to like snowbirds, right? They go to Florida, whatever, whatever. I think a lot of times what keeps people in the location they live in, Cody, is like a you know proximity to family. They want to be close to their family. Yeah, I will say, my you know my mom lived near me, but then she moved three and a half hours away in order to be closer to the grandkids. So yeah, that's oh. what happened in our family with my husband's parents. They were like only they were like a three hour drive from us. They weren't close, but they were only three hours but then they moved like full-on states away to be close yeah. to the grandkids yeah and i said what's gonna happen when we have a kid are they gonna they gonna come up here what's the deal <laughs> but yeah they have to pick their favorite one and then they'll decide that's fair maybe ours won't be their favorite who knows if it has my genetics and what i was like as a kid definitely not anybody's favorite kid just saying it's gonna be a nightmare um eric is still there he's this is the dumbest part of the entire episode for me because there's a an obvious tarantula climbing up his hand He's like talking about what day it is, blah, 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 blah. And then he pretends like this freaking spider bites him and he like loses like like half the movement in his face or whatever. This is a freaking tarantula, Sarah. We all know what tarantula looks like. You know, I love tarantulas. I think they're, they're the cutest spider because they're fuzzy. And although we've looked up before on this podcast, if tarantulas are poisonous or not, they're usually docile creatures. That's what I'm saying, Cody. This is all so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we all know tarantulas don't bite humans. Aren't, aren't their mouths, like, much smaller and they can't really bite That's us? That's what I'm saying. And especially yeah. not, like, you can't bite you and instantly, like, paralyze you. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not a black widow or a brown recluse. Exactly. Right. Oh, my God. Knowledge. Look at that. Cody's yeah. just, like, coming on here, like, look at my spider knowledge. <laughs> he knows. How many spiders can you name? <laughs> Three. Okay. <laughs> It's a tarantula. tarantula. You know what are the cutest? You know what actually are the cutest spiders though? What? I don't know. I don't remember what they're called, but they're like teeny tiny, and they live out in like the Pacific Northwest, and they jump. They actually yes. can jump, yep. and they're they're like tinier than like my pinky nail. They're so freaking cute, and if you zoom in on them, they have like the biggest little eyes. Oh, so cute. I do know the daddy long leg. 
Oh, I hate oh, them. No, spiders. I don't yeah. mess with daddy long legs. You want to know why? If I could pull your leg off and it's still <laughs> twitching around and you're fine, I don't wow. want any part of you. Well, I mean, I think that's on you for pulling off spider that legs. That was a thing when we were kids, though. People would pull the legs off of daddy I long never legs. Did that. Haven't I mean, you seen a bug's life? You're not supposed to really do I'm that. Not, okay, Cody, did you pull legs off of daddy long legs? I'm not the I, only one. No, did I did this. not. No. No. Okay, this is this a serious. I don't go around pulling legs off if, of animals. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying it's acceptable behavior. I would never let any kid I have do it. But every kid did it when I was a kid. Every kid yanked a, da- a leg off of Daddy Long like Legs. Worms did you kill, you murderer? <laughs> did you okay. also do the uh, magnifying glass over ants? Did no, that's too? monstrous. Okay. I don't catch things on. I, I did burn like a blade of gla- grass, Wait, though. Ripping just... off literal legs off a creature. Someone else tell me if you pulled legs off a of daddy long legs. Anyway, uh, uh, I do like Eric's hat in this scene, though. Eric, I love good. his hat. Yeah, I liked this. I liked his outfit. This, uh, this, I don't know. It's very tropical. Over shirt. Yeah. Again, wore. everybody has really great paradise outfits. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Um, this is my favorite scene. I'm so excited. Well, okay, yeah. Corey is staying up late working and he falls asleep. Topanga visits him and tell me about these coconuts he has carved, Sarah. <laughs> like, I made okay, I made the Nelson's nephew, and it's the soccer player. And Topanga looks at it and she she goes, Corey, this isn't a soccer player. This is Sean. And you turn it around. It's literally Raider Strong in a coconut. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is, this is a soccer player. And he's like, I've also been working on this other coconut. And um, he turns that one around. And it's Feeny. Yeah, he says this one's Cap and Crunch, which is hilarious. The Feeny one, Cody, Corey, uh, excuse me. Cody, the yeah. Feeny coconut that yeah. Corey carved. Good God, that Ooh, sentence geez. is difficult. That's the tongue tie. I feel like that. I would, I would pay money for that Feeny I, coconut. Yes, like absolutely. that seems like a collector's item at this yeah, point, right? Absolutely. You know, I'm curious. Did were they able to keep these coconuts after they? I hope that they gave that one to William Daniels because I feel like that's something he should have gotten. Was that coconut? Yeah. I loved this. And I love that Corey's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know why I did this. I don't even remember carving these. This yeah. is so weird. And yeah. and then Topanga's like, Corey, like, do you miss them? Because I miss them too. Yeah, and then they both say, like, it's really hot. It's really like, that's hot. the first time they notice how hot it is there. It's time for them to go home. Yeah. Yeah. I love Which this. Which is sad. They were so happy here. I wish that they could have stayed Well, we're about forever. to get really miserable really quickly, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The honeymoon is almost over. So, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they get back. Uh, and I love how Feeney is like the first thing he says to them is like, listen, you missed 12 lectures. Like you're you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to catch up real quick. You have a lot of homework. <laughs> they, they did this in the middle of the school year. That's what I thought and was strange too. Like, why didn't they do this? Like when you're in college, you have such big breaks. You have winter break, you have summer break, you have spring break, like you have so many options. I don't know why they miss so much school. <laughs> Because when it's time for them to do it, they have to do it right then and right now. Yeah. Um, Morgan is a bit of me because she's demanding <laughs> yeah. what everybody got her yeah. as a yeah. souvenir. And Where's that's my very souvenir? Yeah, I want my souvenir. She did not get a souvenir. They didn't even bring home the Sean coconut for Sean or the Feeny coconut for Feeny. Also, did anybody else, Cody, did you find this unrealistic that they have these lays on at this point? Like, you know how many flights they've had to take to get home? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, 
Th- that those things are pretty stinky by now. Yeah. 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 Why does Angela keep serving amazing hair in every single episode? Yes. Literally every episode. And it's always different than the last. Like it's yeah. always beautiful and it's always different. And I love it. I think that she was maybe doing her own hair. I'm not quite sure. Maybe she finally got um was able to have a hairdresser at this point, but every single episode, she just looks better and better. Truly. And they everyone's asking them questions like, Did you have a great time? Was it like amazing? Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, it was like paradise, but it's good to be home. Yeah. And then we get this final scene, Cody, that to me feels like very offensive. Um, granted the people that are involved in it are from Ohio, but they're like basically cooking Eric and going to eat him. And I'm like, can we not spread misinformation that people like people who live on islands are like, um, cannibals, you know what I mean? This just goes back to some of the older cartoons where you would, you know, Scooby-Doo, you know, Looney Tunes, they would do all these types of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I I just did like, like Sarah was saying, I prefer to live in a world where we didn't have to put up with the Eric shenanigans this particular episode because i thought it was so good without all of that um yeah. so i didn't need this end credit scene so do you want to hear something funny i think that the three of us really enjoyed this episode i think it's was actually funny there was moments especially with the coconut stuff where i laughed out loud funny yeah. um there is apparently a general consensus that this is where the show jumped the shark and Are the you cast kidding? members have notably said that this was the worst episode. I'm like, <laughs> no, episode? no, excuse you have me. literal like people's heads made into coconuts. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I don't know, but that's what the wiki said. That's stupid. Cody, I don't know about you, but like for me, season six was by far the worst season. There was like not a ton going on that we liked. And so if you're going to talk about jumping the shark, I feel like you're looking at season six, not season seven. Yeah, I was looking at just pulling up the IMDb real quick just to kind of look at the, uh, you know, the ratings on here. And it's, I mean, they're all kind of like right in the seven, five to eight. I mean, they're all kind of right there. Yeah, I mean, it's a seven, four on IMDb. That's very uh, good. Yeah. I mean, the highest score like eight four, so. Maybe one person, like maybe episode. Writer Strong was like, this <laughs> I bet <laughs> this it has to fucking be. sucks. And like, he's the one that yeah. said that this was the worst. I think episode. it has to be one person who said yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I thought it that, was art. I loved it. And uh, that was our fun honeymoon episode. We're going to go to a quick ad break before we get into our not so fun after the honeymoon episode. We will be right back. Okay, we're back. Let's chat. Season 7, Episode 9, The Honeymoon is Over. Um, Cody, tell me, when you get home from any vacation, do you automatically look for your salami first things first? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, salami or hot dog, bologna, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> any kind of meat product. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, this is like, again, Sarah, how do these people keep having this happen where no one knows where anyone's living? How does this keep happening? I really don't know. I really think that they should have had some sort of housing update and confirmation. And maybe there should even be a lease associated with this apartment because there's some constant miscommunication. And it is so dumb that, number one, I don't know whose name is on this lease. I don't know if it's Rachel, but she's always making the decisions. So she has moving Topanga out and then moved Sean in. 
if anyone, I think Jack is still in the lease. So yeah, it maybe even Sean, since he was the first one to live in that apartment with Jack, besides yeah. Eric. I um, think yeah, I think there are multiple problems here, Cody. I think multiple yeah. people are at fault. One, yes. Topanga said that oh, we're going to move out eventually. Like, I feel like, girl, no. Like, if you're living there, you're living there. If you're not, you're not. You can't just be like, oh, we're going to stay here for a little bit. Especially because you're moving a whole extra person in. On top of that, Cody, we have this, like, situation where they moved Sean in before Topanga stuff was even out of that room. That feels like pretty rude in my opinion like wait for someone to pack up their own stuff you know yeah yeah you gotta have some sort of transition period you know they've just they've they've been through a lot with the the wedding and the honeymoon let them come back kind of get settled in get her yeah. stuff packed up find a place to live because it's it's almost like hey you're moving in you're moving out and that was that was one of my biggest questions is this is this an apartment or is this this is an apartment not a dorm right right okay so Jack and and uh, Eric lived there first. They asked Rachel to join in. Right. Sean, Sean lived, lived there, Sean a, little lived there a little bit. So yeah, then I, that was in. one of my biggest questions. Like, whose apartment is this? And how can you just willy-nilly come and go? And, you know, we'll see Eric right. and uh, Eric and uh, Eric and Jack also have uh, a dorm. Um, so I, I don't know where people live or how they yeah. choose who gets to live where. Yeah, I'm so confused like, by all this. Yeah, it looks like uh, Jack and Eric now live in Corey and Sean's apartment, and the triplets now live in Topanga. Well, those are dorms, which makes it even yeah, more confusing. Dorms, yeah, and yeah. it looks like the triplets live in Angela and Topanga's dorm. Right. And then on top of that, though, I think it's even more confusing because presumably this apartment has three bedrooms, right? We've always assumed there are three bedrooms so that each adult gets their own bedroom. Yeah. So what? Okay, if Sean is living with Rachel and Angela, he has his own bedroom apart from his girlfriend. That's also a bit strange. Yeah, but okay, yes. I mean, it's it's a little weird. It's not like the most weird thing I've ever heard, but like it's certainly a little it's strange. Also, his old bedroom that he probably just moved back into. Right, and we and know they've had sex before, so it's not like they're like sleeping apart for reasons, right? I know, I know. Now, I think that five people in that apartment is too much. So I don't yes. suggest that John and, um, sorry, I don't suggest that Topanga and Corey move in there as well. I think that's too much, um, including yeah. Sean. But yeah, the logistics of this is all ridiculous. So they have nowhere to live. They have nowhere to live. They try to move back into the um, the dorm that they lived in. Uh, where but now Jack and Eric said you can't live here because you're a married couple, and we've already told authorities that you are trying to move back in. Yeah. So you're great. Cody, this is, nonsense. is so strange. Yeah, nonsense. Yes. Like it's a strange because for one, like so right, so they're like they're married, so they can't live in the dorms. Like that is like okay. I understand that a college would probably at the very least have like no um like mixed gender like uh sleeping arrangements you know probably maybe um also along these lines so they find out they can't live here cody and for a second when cody goes yes mommy and then he goes mommy i was like ew please don't tell me that's like a sexual awakening for him because that's disturbing <laughs> not a fetish that we want to participate in no no um, but Cody, it turns out he's just thinking, oh, well, I'll just go talk to my parents and we'll go live there. Yeah. Which I can see in this, we're going to talk about it, but this was one of the strangest scenes that I think we've seen, in my opinion, on Boy Meets World. 
yeah, Sarah and I chatted a little bit before this because, again, this very much feels like we are back to season one with, like, the moral of the story and, like, yeah. the um, parents arguing with the kid, right? Um, Cody goes to his parents – or, excuse me, I keep doing this because Cody's <laughs> on the podcast. Corey goes to his parents and says, like, hey, can we move in here, like, temporarily? And obviously Amy, I mean, Sarah, Amy has been the bad guy enough times where they're like, okay, let's let her be the good mom and want her kid to move mm-hmm. back. <laughs> um, but Alan is the one, Sarah, who's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I really see both sides of this whole Alan conundrum thing because number one, I, I don't think it's unreasonable for Corey to ask for help for a week. Like, Amy was saying, let them stay here until they get back on their feet a little bit. But we all know that one week turns into one month, which turns into one year, which turns into three years. We all know that that type of stuff happens all the time. I also think that his argument, what he said later on, really holds some water. He said, look, you made this decision. You wanted to get married young. You decided that you were a man. You decided that you wanted to take on these responsibilities now it's time for you to go through with that and I don't think that there's anything like it sucks it sucks because you want that assistance but also this is the first lesson that Corey is learning as an adult and it's a little bit of tough love and I don't disagree with Alan in this moment I think that yes everybody needs help for a while however I I don't even think that I think that Corey at this point has not exhausted all of his resources. And I think that for him to automatically go to Alan and ask for a handout, I do think that Alan wants Corey to stand on his own two feet a little bit. So I don't really blame him. Okay. So here are my thoughts on this. So I think that Alan is being a little, he's not even, he's not giving He's not even easing off a little bit. He's he's just being too. I think he's being too strict on it. He's basically saying I can't help you, but he's not offering any alternatives. Uh, I think Topanga also would have a little too much pride to stay there for too long. I think she'd be okay to stay there for a little bit, but I think she would be willing. She's going to tell Corey, Corey, we can't stay here. We've got to figure out another alternative. I think she'd be willing to do it for a, you know, maybe a week, maybe a two weeks, just to kind of get their footing. But she would talk Corey into saying, okay, we've got to find our own place. And and I think then Corey would go along with that. Alan is not willing to give anything. He's not saying, I can't help you in this aspect, but here's what I'm willing to do. He's not even giving them some advice or saying, hey, can you do this? Or here's what I suggest. He's just basically saying, I can't help you at all. And I just don't, I don't agree with that as a, as a parent. I think they should be willing to help out in some aspects. Now, if Corey has done something and done something and done something and done something, ultimately a parent will say, Hey, we've done everything that we can. We've exhausted all of our options and now we just can't do anything. But I don't, I don't feel that Alan has, I I think Alan has gone too far in this aspect. Yeah. and, and he needed to ease up a little bit and, and, yeah. and help yeah. him in some points. I think I'm, I'm definitely more on what along the side, along the same lines as you, Cody. Like, I think there's one thing to say, like, okay, just one night, you know, like to, to be fair, like 
you're you're basically saying like okay son you're homeless because you know they can't afford like a hotel Mm -hmm. so to me I don't think there's harm in letting them stay there for at least one night, maybe a week tops and letting them sort their stuff out. Should Corey have figured this out before going away on a honeymoon and getting married? Absolutely. But also to be fair to Corey and Topanga, they thought they were going back to a place to live. They thought Mm -hmm. they were living with Rachel and Angela, even if it was temporarily until they could get their own place. This isn't necessarily a situation where, they knew they were going to be homeless and didn't set anything up. They thought they were going to have a place to live. And so it sucks that like Alan is being so supremely strict here because I think there's a middle ground that can be approached because for Alan, it's as soon as Corey is married, Nope, you made this bed. Now you're going to lie in it. Yeah. You know, it's, and Amy is really like, they're my children. Like I want them, I want them to stay here. Um, and he's really like trying to guilt Amy, but Alan does eventually get Amy on his side. Um, and Corey's Corey's really upset. You know, he doesn't he doesn't understand. Um, as a, a very quick aside, we've talked a lot about Ben Savage's arms. Alan's arms when they're crossed, even with the flannel on, I am so sorry, but like we are back to like season one, season two, zaddy days, something about the stern look on Alan's face when he has his arms crossed. I'm like, yes, Alan, like he's looking very good this season. I can't. It almost felt like Alan was punishing them for getting married. Cody, yes. That's exactly what it was. And like, we'll get into it in a little bit of a later scene where they actually sit down and have this conversation, but it very much feels like a well we told you it was going to be hard because you're so young which is true but at the same time you can't punish them as a result of that like i don't know we'll we'll get to that yeah and and i think you're going to see more of this i think in the in the next like next week's episodes as well i think they're going to get more of this yes i remember more of the stuff in the apartment so yeah yeah. um and so they eventually leave and topanga says we don't need them we need us we need to stand at our feet we need to figure out our situation which is why i agree with you cody like i don't think topanga would let them stay yeah with someone else for a very long time and i do love um sarah i think the show is pretty intelligent with what they're saying like Corey's like we're upper middle upper middle class no one has pity (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean exactly they're kind of it's kind of interesting because they're right like they're I don't know, because they technically, I mean, who's paying for their college? Probably still their parents. Probably their parents, yeah. So their parents are, when they submit their paperwork for financial aid, they're putting in their parents' numbers. Exactly. However, they're not getting any aid from their parents right now. So they're not getting like housing assistance. So it's kind of like the numbers are showing that they make a lot more than they do because their parent, it's their parents' numbers and not theirs. And like these two don't have jobs. I don't like, I don't think that Topanga has ever had a job in her life thus far. I can't remember Corey really getting a job. It's not like he worked at. He made coconuts. Oh my gosh, he was a business owner. How dare I? He was an entrepreneur. He was an entrepreneur. This is what he should be doing. He should be making coconuts here. Or he could use those carving, put those carving skills to work. Like he can't only carve coconuts. I'm talking about, yeah. And so he's like, there's no pity factor. Like, no one's going to feel sorry for us. Um, and they, I love the calculation of how much money they have. They're like, well, after the wedding and the honeymoon, we have seven blunders. <laughs> seven blunders. Um, how much uh, currency does that equal out to? Yeah. No one needs blunders. People stop buying people blunders. Um, but Sean and Angela come in and they say, we have great news. Apparently 
there are married people housing like dorms this is all so far-fetched to me cody like married people get apartments they don't have dorms no i think i think it's a thing i think especially with big schools, i think with big schools i think it is a thing yeah oh my gosh that seems crazy to me sarah this yeah. is a thing i think i'm um i i also i think i've heard of like single mother dorms or like dorms or places where um people that go to school and have children they dorm so i this didn't seem totally out of left field for me because i mean those people need housing assistance as well i guess i just assume that like most students only dorm for like their first like either year or first semester and then they move to an apartment yeah totally i think the thing is is that they're calling this a dorm, but they have like miniature kitchens in there. So I it do is think more like an they're, apartment. They're kind of it's student yeah. housing. They're student. They're yeah. student housing apartments. Yeah, because that, it's sorry, sorry, Sarah. That's what I'm finding online is like married married student housing, and there's pages wow. on these university sites talking about married student housing. I don't know why this is so shocking to me. It just feels very shocking. I don't know. Sorry, Sarah. It's interesting. No, I mean, like, that's exactly it. Because I, once again, there's students out there. uh, There's the convenience of living on campus. So this is where they get access. Yeah. But apparently the reason there's an opening is because um, the Pfeffermans, the Pfeffermans had a fight. He criticized her salad. So she shot him. Um, And it's just like, what? (laughs) Um, But they say, well, it has to be nice. It's married people dorms, you know, so they must be really nice. You would think. Um, and unfortunately, we see Corey and Topanga. We get this like really, I don't know, this feels like a very dark scene for Boy yeah. Meets World, Cody, where like they're walking down the halls, people are yelling, people yeah. are screaming, they're slamming doors. They're like, this doesn't seem like a very good neighborhood for Corey. No, and you would you would think that this would at least be on the same par as regular dorms. You know, right. You don't expect them to be nicer, but you also don't expect them to be, I'm sorry, the word slums. It's kind of the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just not great. And no, we get, no. it was, is actually very shocking, like a yeah. culture shock. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of, I don't know, it was so run down and sad. And you would think that it would be nicer, but I do think that it, it speaks to what kind of assistance like young families do get. And yeah. I, it should be nicer, especially since there's young children that live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because the little kid who basically looks like a younger version of Corey just going, I see dead people. <laughs> um, and Corey going, that's nice. <laughs> it really does break that tension and like cracked me up. Um, so I, I do love that Boy Meets World. Like they do, they do weave in this like really sad, you know, a uh, little scary moment with like this very funny. Uh, yeah. Did did you know who this boy was? No, who's who's this boy? This is, this, is, this is Michael Jacobs' son. Oh, I think we've seen this boy yeah. before, haven't we? He's get, we that him? kid gets a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Does get a lot of work. Um, um, but they get into the apartment and it's it's not great. It's oh, pretty bad. It's so run down and, and so gross. And it just makes me so sad that like this is the high highs that they were experiencing in the previous episode to come down to this and oh and it, it stinks like you know for your first apartment a lot of the times is not nice i mean like my first apartment mm-hmm. is literally like condemned right now and that's not an exaggeration so like it's it's not it's never nice but i don't know 
I'm I think that they do fix it up and thank God that they do, but it's it, in a different episode. Yeah. yeah this yeah, one they're, they're wallowing a bit. But yeah, they like Cody, they lift up a pizza box and there's like a bunch of bugs under it. And I do I do love the scene of like <laughs> of Topanga stomping on them and Corey like, get them, get them, get them. Um, I did I I don't know. I think they do a good job at like weaving in the fact that like this is a really sad kind of estate or like a, a state of affairs for Korean Topanga, but also they have funny moments. Yeah, you know, these sitcoms do a pretty good job at you, 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 they try to bring in serious moments, but at the same time they mix in some humorous moments at times. Yeah, I I liked the um the part where because when they're walking in, they keep hearing the other couples fighting and they are talking about their situation and they're like, this place is terrible. I hate my parents. And then there's like a doe-eyed young couple that's walking past their door and they're like, it's kind of like the yeah, same exact thing. Reverse, yeah. And we get to meet their neighbor, Kelly, and her baby, Samantha, who doesn't sleep. And I love Corey being like, oh, do you don't tell me that her bedroom is right on the other side of that paper thin wall. <laughs> um, and but of course, we Cody, we get to Panga holding the baby like, oh, my God, look at how cute it is. And, to, and Corey's just like, absolutely not. No, 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 no. put it back. <laughs> and this is good birth control. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she recognizes that they're newlyweds and they say this is going to be a true test of, of character. Um, we should we can run or we can be stronger than this. Um, and I don't know. I I think like partially, Cody, this is correct. Right. Like you're going to go through some trials and tribulations. Yeah. Um, not an ideal living situation. But I do think a lot of this episode is spent with Corey and Topanga basically like wallowing in yeah. a little bit of self-pity here. Yeah. And, you know, it's not a, lo a lot of it's not their fault. It's not their doing. They were put in the situation because Alan and, and um, Amy um, wouldn't bring them in for a little bit other friends basically kicked them out of their living quarters that they were they were in so i it 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 kind of makes sense why you'd kind of be at your low point this at this time mm -hmm. yeah it does feel like a little bit like they were sarah they were a little idealistic and like oh we're just gonna get married and everything's gonna fall into place instead of like making sure they had like uh, the money to like support themselves right once you're married you're not your parents problem anymore possibly even before that but certainly once you're married you're not and um we're seeing the results of the like a little bit of poor planning or at least you know they thought they'd have a place to live but them in uh in Feeney's class the next day is really is really something we've never seen Topanga looking like this Sarah no and I love I love Feeny is just like why are why are the two of you so unkempt? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Feeny, you roasting? Why are you roasting? He's like, yeah. what's the matter with you two? I full on gagged when they said our water's brown and you have to chew it. I'm like, don't <laughs> yeah. drink that. What are you yeah. doing? It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I do think that this place would get like condemned as well yeah. like just like my old place like i think that this is like not safe especially for for children i don't know how how this place is still going on who's the landlord of this establishment well and is it run by pembroke the school yeah 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 it's 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 very bad um and they're like and they're, they're like yelling at me they're hungry they haven't slept um there's a washing machine but no dryer like the baby cries and he just goes Wah! which is very funny but then they get to the point cody where they're like hey can we come live with you <laughs> they know they remember feeney's bnb yep 
Uh, that that's that's exactly right. Like, what are you doing there, Feeny? And my first thought was probably spying on you all. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has yeah. so many bedrooms in there. I think that yeah. he could have spared a bedroom for yes. them. Yeah, and uh, and I love they're like, what? Do you have money? They're like, let's take his wallet. No, he probably only has like nine dollars. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a teacher. He has nothing. I yeah. cackled at that. And yeah, and his blockbuster really card. So I had a, I had a quick question here for you all. So he goes to Blockbuster. Does Feeney watch the classics or do you think he's renting something more recent? Ooh, no. no he's watching like war like documentaries. Interesting. Okay. Cause I, I did a little I did some looking up and I kind of calculated, tried to figure out, you know, what would have been the new releases during that time. Okay. So uh, you know, being Blockbuster, it's probably six or seven months since uh, you know, a movie was in the theaters. So that would have been about around May of 1999 so some of the big hits at that time notting hill would he have rated notting hill yes oh yeah probably loves a rom-com yeah uh would he have rented star wars episode one no okay and i don't think feeny's ever seen a star war yeah i could i could understand that um and then would he have rented the mummy with Brendan Fraser. No, no, okay. that's too well, no, silly no, no, no. for him. Maybe he rented the mummy because he was like, "Oh, like I can't wait to dig into this like historical, <laughs> yeah, accurate yeah. documentary." Yeah. And he watches it, and he's like, "This is not historically accurate. Like, yeah. King Tut wasn't around at this time." Yeah. I can see him uh, accidentally, just like the time where I accidentally rented or watched. Um, but I'm a cheerleader because I thought it was bring it on. Sometimes <laughs> you just make mistakes. <laughs> um, but they blame Feeney. They're like, you never prepared us for this. Um, and he just says like, yeah, it's, it's just, I love this. He's like, uh, my words are heartful and highly original to be reduced to a whimsical jocularity that's stuffed into a cracker is an affront to the very essence of my character. And I love that Topanga just blows a raspberry. <laughs> I love how it's like Topanga's hair is supposed to be like unkempt in a mess, but it's like, really, that's how my hair looks every day. Well, and I love how like back in the day, unkempt involved jeans, whereas nowadays never unkempt does not involve jeans there's no buttoning of anything no not happening Um, i really do i think that like this little like half ponytail floofy look is not that bad yeah it's messy it's definitely messy but it's not that bad and she's still wearing her librarian button-down shirt yeah she is this is her unkempt version of it though so yeah i mean there are there's a lot of wrinkles so today if someone's wearing jeans are they are they fancy now if you're wearing jeans at least they're like well dressed i feel like they're putting in some form of effort (laughs) yeah Yeah, we live uh we have a lot of leggings in this establishment exactly and feeney's advice is uh if you persevere prosperity will find you and he's like all right maybe i am a porch cookie because they're not happy with that um and then we have a scene eric and jack are like not playing pool correctly i don't understand what's happening here they're like whacking the ball around with the wrong side of the sticks <laughs> i don't know what's going on uh, yeah, i can relate to this when i was a kid i would just you know kind of throw the ball around but sometimes, they're college kids Cody. Just, sometimes invent games just to kind of kill time i don't know it oh could have been God. some some new game they invented yeah Sarah, this scene was so stupid because basically all that happens is the triplets come in again. They're all dressed the same and then they meet triplet boys and they ditch Eric and Jack. Uh, Yeah, I understand. But I do like how Rachel was like, ha ha, like this is karma, bitch. Like you deserve this. I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. That part was great. Who are these triplets? Who the hell knows and or cares? (laughs) 
uh the dom triplets d-a-h-m they are actors and they okay. are actual I think, triplets i think i looked it up i think they've only done like one or two things okay like yeah. if you're hot triplets then it's just your own damn fault if you're not working <laughs> <laughs> because you have the opportunity to do anything in the yes, galaxy but, okay but the thing is is you're only gonna get hired for things that you need a triplet or a twins to do like, I, like just like, work harder like double mint gum commercials that's what i'm saying double yeah. mint gum commercials yeah yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> triple mint gum. Yeah. And then, <laughs> oh wait, one of them has a is a check mark on a, on Instagram. How? How? How are not all three of them check marks on Instagram? I don't know. Yeah. She is a her bio says Dom trip I tr Dom triplet identical triplet. That's what it literally fucking says. Roots in Minnesota. Two precious kiddos. <gasps> She's from Minnesota. There you go. The gopher nailed it. She yes. is brilliant to a brilliant man. Wow. The love of my life, uh, design, baking, and tennis. Uh, that's what okay. she likes. I could not be any less interested in what this triplet is doing <laughs> with her life. I, I will say I never dated a twin or a triplet because I would always be that one that's fooled by which one am I oh, dating? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a big test. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know where the rest of the triplets are, but we don't need to know. Okay. Sean and Angela ask, how are the dorms going? How are the married life dorms going? Uh, Topinka says, well, there was either salad or the guy on the wall, and I ate it anyway. And I was like, girl, you have so many more problems at this point. <laughs> oh, come on. Wait a minute. The Dom triplets, they Why all are still what are doing? <laughs> what is they happening? They all had a baby girl within weeks of each other. Wow. They have, planned that. Have you heard the thing about if, twi if twins marry other twins and then have kids? That they're the tw the kids are actually more like siblings than cousins. Yeah, they are because they're ident they're uh, the genetics uh, are identical. Wow, yeah. gross. Um, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what else is ridiculous? Topanga. She's really upset. <laughs> she's crying. She's eating people off of walls. Um, they ask uh, Sean Ew. and Angela ask what's the biggest difference about uh, being married. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they're like, we're getting through it. We're handling it. Except Topanga is really crying. <laughs> she's just, she's Wait, crying. Why is Corey's sweater safety pinned at the because back? Because it's ripped because he's now a, a lower class. Yes. That's why. Because they don't have any of their clothes that they had. They're all their clothes now is all dirty. And, and it's like yeah. 10 sizes too big. Yeah. 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 He got this from the lost and found box. Yeah, and Corey is really having a rough time. He's saying that he believed love could get him through anything, but he's an unprepared idiot. Which, like, Cody, yeah, people done told you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but I, I still have the opinion your parents should have at least helped you out some. Yeah, well, and Sean is being really kind because Sean is yeah. like, let me help you. Like, I, I don't want you to be, like, uh, so upset. How can I help you? Uh, and Corey's like, I have no, I have to do this on my own. I have to take care of my wife. And this is when we get like, I think like one of the bigger scenes of this episode where Corey goes to Alan and he says, like, it isn't about me. It's about Topanga. The minute I married her, she became more important than me. And uh, she's more important than anything. And Alan says, yeah, I'm glad you realized that. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah. And like, it's like, it's so tricky because yeah. um, Corey's just like, listen, I, you know, we really need help. Um, and he's like, I'm really happy you're coming around. 
And Cody, Alan says, I'm not coming around. I can't help you the way you want me to, and I'm not going to. And I feel like, I don't know. We've seen Alan fix the sink. He yeah. literally is fixing a sink. Like, you can't at least help them, like, clean up the place. Like, I feel like that's not a huge ask. That's like, not he's asking, Jess. Corey's no, I know, asking, but can you help me clean up and help me he fix can up compromise. my shit? Yeah. yeah. That's Teach not. Me- Teach me some skills. I need yeah. skills in order to like yeah. fix that's the not what he's asking. Or, yeah. Corey's asking, give me money so that I can move out of the situation. Or Corey's asking, can I move into here? Or he's asking, can you help me but move into somewhere in- else? Those are not the questions. If Corey said, can you help me fix up my place? Then absolutely Alan would have helped. But those are not the questions that he's asking. He's but asking. He, but Alan for- can compromise. Alan can say, no, well, I can't give you money, but... Um, but yeah. once again, it's kind of like it's up to Corey to figure out the situation on his own. Like he is an adult and he should be able to ask for the help that he needs. Like maybe but, he should figure it out. Well, so the thing saying- is, is YouTube doesn't exist at this point, Cody. So he can't Google how to fix my faucet <laughs> and make the water book. not chewy. He can yeah. go to the library and learn how to do it himself. No Look, I'm going to be completely transparent to you. I am a fucking baby and a half. I would whine and cry and ha- make a big scene if my mom did this to me. I would be so upset. However... I also think that Alan is teaching his son a valuable lesson. If you want to be an adult, then be an adult. Then take care of it yourself. And it bothers Alan. Like he, Corey leaves and he sits on the, on the couch and he like puts his head, his hands to his head. He's having a hard time with this. It's not like he's heartless. He just knows that he has to teach his son a lesson if he wants to be an adult if he wants to be a married man if he wants to be the man of the house then he has to learn to do this on his own i don't know it's a valuable lesson to yeah learn. It, it just seems like alan's treating it like it's a light switch like the moment he signed that paper saying i'm married to Topanga, it's like okay hands off i'm not helping you at all anymore if this had been yesterday before you married her oh, i would have helped you all you need but today you're married and i can't help you at all and i just feel like there's got to be some sort of middle ground some sort of yeah. uh, alternate su- some suggestions to say hey i can't give you any money but what i can do is teach you some things mm-hmm. to try to help it, you yeah. get over the hump but it feels i remember like tough what love. happened yeah. next episode and how good Oh, Corey yeah. fell learning yeah. how to fix the sink. And he did that on his own without his father's help. That's true. It's just more like Alan is being tough love for tough love's sake. Yes. Like Cody yep. said before, it feels like he's doing it to punish Corey. And like, yep. it's not really benefiting anyone. Amy's sitting on the stairs, like really upset. She can't even be in the room. Like Alan is yelling at Corey saying like, listen, you decided to get married because you thought you could handle it. And we told you it was going to be difficult. And all of that is very fair to say. Right. All of that is so extremely fair to say that, like, yeah, young married life is going to be really, really, really hard. But I do think there's like a middle ground. There's a compromise here where at the very least, Alan can say, no, I won't fix your sink, but I will teach you how to fix your sink. Mm-hmm. I will help you how to like fix oh, your yeah. sink. The you're going to old... live where you're going to live, but I will help you fix the sink so that you can at least have nice drinking water. Like, I think there's a compromise to me made where like Alan is instead just 
punishing Corey because he doesn't agree with his decision to get married young. When Sarah, we freaking know Alan and Amy got married young too. Like, and it feels like Alan is very much of that generation that's, well, I had to go through this. So I'm going to make you go through this too, yeah, which is so energy. I, I, I totally understand where you both are coming from. Yeah. I just think that there is something to the satisfaction of Corey and Topanga eventually figuring it all out themselves and how much maturity and how much life experience they gained in that short amount of time. And I think that there's something to that. I think that there's something to Corey and Topanga as a young married couple realizing that at the end of the day, as husband and wife, they have each other and they're the partnership that matters. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can get help from your family. That's uh, amazing. But this is this is the type of shit that's going to bond these two for life. Yeah. Are I these do struggles. And we we do see at the the last scene of the episode. Like it is very sweet. Corey comes home with a sunflower, gives it to Topanga. They share a tuna fish sandwich. Um and uh and yeah, it's like so it's sad. tunic's cans probably in this age cost 50 cents, and that's the only thing that they can afford. I don't know, Cody. I really I really loved this because yeah. Corey says, I love you. She says, yeah. I know, I know you do. Yeah, like and, and it's almost like it's not about where we live, it's that we have each other, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh what I was hoping though is that Topanga would start putting her lawyer skills to use and go down to Pinbrook and say, No, you put us in this yeah pole of, a, of a dorm, you need to come fix it. Yeah, unfortunately not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we do get I, I I love a blooper and credit scene and we get the little kid with the I see dead people, but he keeps like cracking them up or he keeps <laughs> messing up and then he finally does he goes, I see dead people. And then Corey goes, That's nice. And he just goes, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This was so fun and cute. So the six the sixth sense cute. came out in August of ninety nine. Uh so, oh, so this was very shortly after. Very shortly after that. They yeah. do this all the time. They yeah. love being like of the times the pop yeah. culture this was fun um i really liked this episode again a very different vibe from the last episode but it very much feels like this is a conversation we would have had in season one or two when these characters were going through something and arguing with their parents and it was like a very big moral dilemma um so i really really appreciated the kind of return to form of that way like we get a very happy episode and then we get a oh shit the honeymoon is over episode <laughs> yeah. like I don't know. Cody, I'm named. Yes. I love these two episodes. I, I couldn't have been more excited to watch them. Like, um, Cody, I don't know. I just feel like season seven has not been that great. And so we finally hit these two episodes and I was like, yay, yeah. we did it. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with the first one. The the second one was a little more hard, but I'm glad we had a lot of things to talk about on that. A lot of, a lot of heated conversations to go along with that. Yeah. Episode. I know. It's, it's, it's very funny that like I'm sitting here being like, oh, like these kids have to figure <laughs> it out themselves. It's not yeah. very of my archetype because yeah. I don't know. I'm the sweet one. Right, Cody? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm the sweet one. That's right. Uh, so <laughs> it, I'm the but, handsome one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just feel as though, you know, there's just something to like figuring shit out on your yeah. own. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe but, I'm maybe I'm an old boomer in, inside. Yeah, but it was nice to also see the fashion that we had in the first episode. Just yes. it's different from all the other episodes where they're wearing yeah. just normal clothing. So it was real fun to kind of see that. Yeah. Cody, yeah. you have like a, a nifty gifty for us, don't you? Absolutely. So I thought it being the last season and my last time doing, you know, Boy Meets World. I'm hoping it's not my last time on the show, but no. last time doing Boy Meets World. I thought we would bring back a fun activity that you all did where we could have 
Fashion Corner. Woo! I mean, it's called Fashion Hour, but it's okay. Fashion Hour. Sorry, you're right. Fashion Hour. So you <laughs> it's rebranding it, Sarah. It's like, oh, no. sorry. It's a rebrand. Yeah. yeah. So Fashion Hour. So Sarah, do you have those handy mm. or do I need to pull those up? Yeah, I totally okay. have those handy. <laughs> She looks like she has the pants. Yeah. Super handy. Oh, actually, Cody, can you um can you do it? Because I can do it. Yeah. I'm not can signed me... into the email address. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So. Whoopsie. Uh, okay. I'm excited. So... We had some really good fashion these episodes. So let's see here. We didn't get to say honeymoon. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Honeymoon. Honeymoon. So okay. So can y'all see? Yes. Okay. I can. So see. we have quite a few uh, nominations here, but there are no. some that I absolutely wanted to have in our nomination. Uh, so the first one I'm going to pull up is uh, Topanga. Great. Yes. Yes. Her honeymoon or her uh, her wedding night chic. Yes. Sex de lingerie. So Topanga in her lingerie on the wedding night. So uh, just as a reminder to those that may be new to the. Uh, the podcast. So back uh, in previous seasons, you all would have the was it Rachel Green um, yes. for the best '90s outfit, and then yes. the Paul Rudd certificate it, of, of timelessness. Um, timelessness, which yes. was yeah for an outfit that could span any time period. Yeah. So, uh, kind of what category would this fall into? Is this a '90s outfit or you timeless. Think it's a, it's a timeless, timeless outfit? Timeless. Yes. You yeah. you yeah. can be a saucy minx in any time period. Yeah. yeah. This could be in it. the 20s. This could be now. This is a satiny little number with a satin robe. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. Love it. Okay. Yes. So that'll be a nomination for the timelessness. So then we'll pull this one up as well, which is also, again, yes. Topanga uh, in I her. Mean, so the thing was is that like Topanga won every award ever. <laughs> yes. She yeah. always won because she deserved it. Yeah. This she is her it. when they first get to like uh, wherever Tonka or whatever the heck, Hawaii. Hawaii she yeah. has on a, like a longer skirt kind of goes to the knee. It's white. And then she has on a cropped top that's like um, mm. lilac, but it's long sleeves. To me, this is more 90s, Sarah, simply because I feel like if this was a modern outfit, the skirt would be like a lot shorter. It would not go mm -hmm. down to the knee at all. Yeah, Topanga loves a pencil skirt that hits at really the knee. Does. But I think like the uh, the cover of the shirt actually could be today. And I think that yeah. it's a little meshy. And I think that she's wearing her bikini top underneath it. I actually like it a lot, this outfit. Yeah, And I, although I do agree that it's 90s, I do think that it is um fashionable yeah belly button and above is today uh belly button and below <laughs> is 90s okay mm -hmm. fair enough i think okay. topanga had something in her like danielle fischel had something in her contract where she literally couldn't show her kneecaps interesting <laughs> <laughs> every outfit it's like no kneecaps That's no right. knees it's mm -hmm. kind of like um i dream a genie the genie yes she wasn't yeah. allowed to show her belly button because it was too scandalous oh my not the yes. belly button yep Okay, so our other nomination again, Topanga again. Saucy! Uh, I love this one. Yes, this one's yes. like probably my fave. So this one, this is when she was sunbathing and she first met um, Mrs. Nelson. Ms. Nelson. Yeah. And this is where her hair was up and like the half up, half down. She's wearing, I, I think her, a bikini that is... Um, I don't know, like a periwinkle purplish thing. And then there's like a mesh um cover up a white mesh cover yeah. up Very i cute. love this adorable I do too. 
Yeah. Is her bathing suit bottom a bathing skirt? It is. Um, that I is very 90s. I don't know if people do bathing skirts anymore. I own a bathing skirt. <laughs> All so right. And are you bringing it to your cruise? I am. All right. So then I, I particularly like it. If you have a little bit of the tree trunk itis with your legs. <laughs> Jessica, it's nice. <laughs> why are you doing this to yourself? No, I just, Beautiful. I just personally, I prefer the the bathing suit skirt because it feels like there's less room for error. You know, there, there's more yeah. room for error. You know, sure, you're good. Okay, yeah, well, like so then, would you put that in the timeless category or not? I still think it's '90s. '90s, okay. Yeah. Even though I own one, I still think it's very '90s. Okay. Yeah. And so then we have the, uh, I don't think these are the Nelsons. But these oh, are the no, ones those are the other. people that yes. were scared of Eric Coconut Head. Yep. Yeah. So he's, he's got his uh, button-up shirt with the camera around his neck. Yeah. These are like tourist 90s. Very like that jacket hair. she's wearing is so 90s. It hurts yes. my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Is, oh are God. these, are, are these it? So these are the ones that are definitely in, but then I had okay. some others and we, we can, got some others. yeah, we can kind of just look at some of these others. There's Eric in his tuxedo. We've oh got, my God. I see Corey without a shirt on. Okay. So well, we yeah, Corey without a shirt definitely gets some points here. He's getting okay. all the points. So we've yeah. got Corey without the shirt and Topanga, and plus Topanga in her. Outfit. We yep. love Topanga that. looks like a little farmer girl, even though I know she's not. Is she in the farmhouse over there? Is that right? Yes, she Ooh. is in the farmhouse over there. Yeah. They get very they get points for like cutest vacay um, yeah. outfit ensemble yeah. together. And and yeah. this can be very timeless because I can see people wearing this today. Oh, I do. People I would do. wear Topanga's outfit 100. percent Yes. Yeah, because yeah. it's a two piece set. Yeah, people love a matching set. Uh, we've got uh Eric in his hat and his checkered shirt. We've got <laughs> Mr. Nelson wearing his Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian yeah. shirts really made a comeback. We know that they were a big fan of Hawaiian shirts in the second season of Boy Meets World, but yeah. I'm glad that they, they came back for this in an appropriate place. Yeah. Can you imagine? Sarah, what is your favorite outfit altogether? Um, oh, okay. Well, um, for the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit, I definitely think that it's the outfit that Topango is wearing where um it's that like periwinkle bathing suit yeah, with the cover up underneath the white cover up with yeah. her hair half up half down i thought that she looked freaking adorable in yeah that it's scene. very 90s and yeah and cody mentioned earlier that she's wearing her platform sandals so <gasps> i think that, and that's also very 90s yeah yes. i think that that has to be the winner for me sure. yep I could go with that. Okay, For timeless, so the- I think we got to give it to Topanga and Corey with her with the matching outfit and him with no shirt. Yeah, I do like that. I also really like the lingerie because it's just yeah. so timeless and saucy and Especially sexy. her face is very saucy. Oh, when she's – well, actually, no, she was not wearing any covers. But I think that it's a popular, like, image and – Gift, a gift when in the, of, under the bed of her under the covers like yes looking at Corey like i'm sexy come you hither. know it come hither exactly yeah. so i mean what do you think cody who what should be our winner of the timelessness award uh i boy that's a tough decision because yeah it is but both of those good. look really good you're a special guest so you have to decide you i guess so die. so i'm gonna go <laughs> i said i'm gonna go with the lingerie out there. Anyway, i think it's great no yeah. i'm all for it that was my second pick sexy. i mostly picked the other one because i think that ben savage just deserves recognition for yeah, um, yeah. but it body. wouldn't be a, a um 
a fashion hour where Topanga doesn't sweep the entire <laughs> of thing. Of course not. Sure. Of course yes. not. Yeah. And that's kind of why we had to retire fashion hour. Yeah. But we appreciate Cody bringing it back for Thank this you. one time. We appreciate you grabbing some screenshots. Look at that little surprise. Yeah, you did for great us. work here. Thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah. Excellent work. So you'll put these out on your Instagram? Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I'll, I shall do it. Now, Cody, I got to be honest with you. Back in the day, you reached out to us and you said like the nicest words and they were so supportive and you wrote the nicest review that was so supportive and that was very very early on in our whole thing and i just want to thank you thank you thank you for being such a good rock and supporter of us um it was very reassuring, especially being so early on. It was in our very run. early on in the yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've just been such a good friend and such a, you know, a good supporter, but more importantly, a good right. friend to both of mm-hmm. us. So thank you. Thank yeah. you very much um, for everything. It makes me, I don't know, every <laughs> single time it's making me she so emotional. literally every week. You're going to be crying time. every week for like months. Um, I know. Yeah. You're, well, you're welcome. You're welcome. I think you all are doing fantastic work. Uh, and I've I've enjoyed coming on and talking Boy Meets World with you all. Again, I, I hope this is not the last time that I get to come on here. No. I'd, I'd love course, to come on not. again. But I've really, really enjoyed this. Uh, I was not a watcher of Boy Meets World when it was originally on. I didn't watch it until after I actually got married and my mm-hmm. wife got me into it. So I'm a very recent watcher of it. But having you know you two to talk to about it is a lot of fun. You all are a lot of fun. You guys are doing – you ladies – are doing some some great things so thank you do you, does mrs cody even know that like this show exists yes she knows yeah so <laughs> I, I i tell her i tell her I, i'm going on with the boy meets world girls is all right hi oh, mrs cody fun. hope you're yes. doing well um <laughs> cody what's up like what are you up to tell us about what you're up to and tell us about all the plugs i know we're now yep. off season yep so america's got talent uh season 17 is over uh sarah thank you for coming on a couple weeks ago we had a lot oh, of fun we had funnest. some challenges but we had a lot of fun doing that <laughs> yeah tech, uh, tech challenges we were uh, great we were great yes uh, i've heard not. nothing but great compliments uh from having you on so um that was a lot of fun uh but we are in the off season now we got a lot of things planned uh tonight when this is recorded we'll be recording we'll be kicking back in our season four rewatch of america's got talent so jay and i'll be back for that um agt commenter and i'll be back to do what we call agt rewatchables where we go back and rewatch jess you came on for one of those last off season we go back and we watch and recap some uh important uh acts from agt history some uh, legendary acts and we really kind of break them down even more than just the regular uh episode recap so that'll that'll kind of be our off season and we'll do that all the way until uh, season 18 comes on uh, next summer. So you can find us on our website, agttime.com, or on Twitter at agttimepod. And I'm also on there at Cody L. Patterson. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Sarah, yeah, we what do, do we, we have coming up? I mean, like we have, we do plugs all the time. We were on the debatable podcast. Check that out. We will share that link. Keep mm-hmm. your eyes out for that. Um, we, of course, have halloween content we recorded halloween town three we are doing i know what you did last summer we have dawson's creek boy meets world you can find us at shit 90 spot on twitter or instagram you can find me at sarah ferguson 
Amazing. Of course, you can find me at the Joe Sterling. I'm recording still. We just finished community building season three. We're going to take a little bit time off. We'll be back in November at some point. Um, and of course, I'm still covering reboot with Adam over on Posture Recap. So check that out. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's everything we've got. That was our episode. So fun recording. I, I love these two episodes. They were really a delight. So I'm hoping next week we get just as good of episodes. <laughs> um, well, we will be back next week with more Boy Meets World. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shows taught me. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.